0: Good morning, September the 21st, Um, I'm flying solo this morning, I'm headed to the shop, Cletus is working, he's been working like crazy, and we haven't had a chance to sit down and do uh, another podcast, we got some coming, we've got some interviews coming, which is going to be fun, Um, and we're going to be interviewing local people that we know that are outdoorsmen, and women, possibly, and then maybe get into some people that everybody knows. But I wanted to just do like a little quick field report. Uh, this is not going to be a long podcast. Uh wanted to just tell you how things are going. Upstate South Carolina game zone 2, we have started our archery season, and it has been warm, to say the least. Uh, but it's nothing new. We know that it's coming every year. It's typically the same way. Anywhere from high 80s to 90s, high humidity, and mosquitoes. So, it's nothing new. We are on the board, to say the least, with uh, with one deer already. And to be perfectly honest with you, I shot for a doe, and it was a small spike. And I hate that, but I did get excited. And so that's to everybody out there that's chasing big, monster whitetails that... Uh, May look down on somebody who does shoot something small. Or if you get excited about it, go for it. If it gets you pumped up and keeps you out there, go for it. That's what we're here for. So um, things have been going pretty decent. I've had a really uh, short schedule this week as far as business goes. So I've had an opportunity to go multiple times. I've gone uh, a couple of mornings and I've gone a uh, good many evenings this week. And each time, um, I've typically seen something. Yesterday morning was a first turn of a little bit colder weather. And I say colder, cooler. It was uh fifty five degrees where it has been being you know seventy degrees. So it may not sound like much to people up north That's a pretty good shift here in the south, and it showed yesterday morning. Um, I was in a spot uh, on some private land that I've got permission to hunt. I've had permission to hunt for 20-plus years, and I'll get into another little deal here in a minute on that. Um, Got in early and still had one blow it at me, and I thought, man, man, deer's already in here, (laughs) and I hate that. I never liked a I never liked to spook deer on the way in and, and it was funny because I, I didn't spook it on the way in, I spooked it halfway up the tree. Which is weird. Um so anyhow things turned out pretty nice. The the weather was nice. I actually got a little chilly, um and I had on some extra clothing and wished I'd have had me at least another little vest. Um I don't have a lot of human insulation to keep me warm, so I had to pack on other stuff, but um, probably about 8 o'clock, had a small forkhorn buck come in below me, watched him for a little while, which was kind of cool, he walked right past where I'd walked in, and never acted like it even bothered him, so that was good, and sat there and had a raccoon come in, which was intriguing, funny, because he got right below me, he, she, I don't know, got right below me and looked up at the tree at me. So then started thinking about, you know, it's about time to get out. So maybe go handle some things. And um, I got halfway down the tree, removing my tree steps and, or tree sticks, and looked to my left, and there's two more small bucks eating, and, and they're not 30 yards from me, but looked like they care less that I was there or didn't hear me coming down the tree. Now, I'm in full camo. Still have my face mask and all that on so they may not just just even recognize the fact that something was going on maybe thought i was a big squirrel and i sat and watched them i was just hanging there on my second step and just kind of watching them and they ease off to my right and end up meeting up with another small um buck and each one of these is no more than a spike or a a, a four point fork horn you know, young deer, adolescent deer, and two of them start sparring, which was cool. I'd never seen it before. Um, that was a cool thing. And then they they all eased up and went over the top of the hill and, and went away from and I came back out. Um, went back in yesterday afternoon with the intent of maybe getting a little bit closer to where they had walked out, left out, and... Um, it was a spot I had sat in last year, late last year, and um, I wanted to kind of see if early season would have been a little bit different. And granted, all of these spots I've been hunting are within the same property, and that leads me to one of my points, is my is don't burn out a small property being anxious. Um, I have to hold myself back a lot. If I have a three minutes I get done early one day with work, and, and I, I feel like, oh, man, I need to be in the woods. I love being in the woods, and I love hunting, but with a small property, you can really mess it up really quick by over-hunting the property, and, and I have a tendency to do that, and I've done that in the past when you get really excited, and the thing about it is, is I don't have any buck on camera in this area that would be considered... The one that you should be looking for. Um, they're all small. Everything I've had on camera is small. Um, I've got, you know, doe groups on camera, <laughs> and uh, that's about it. I don't have anything. Most of the time, what I've found is in this property, it's a transition area between other areas. It's a it's a pass through area. Does stay every every once in a while a bed down in the area, but for the most part they the deer go in and through and pass around. So I really if I really want to see something that I think is a is a big deer, and this is what happened last year with my buck last year, is it usually happens around, you know, end of October, first November, which would be considered mostly, you know, rut. And that's because then deer are traveling a lot more and you may end up seeing one. So that's my first tip on this podcast is to don't burn out a spot. Um, This property would be considered, I would almost consider it urban property, if you can consider where we live, any area urban. Um, There's houses, um, good many houses, and it's a small property. In total, I've got about 30 acres, and 15 of it is hardwood um the other there's some there's some old pasture land and stuff and and there's areas that I haven't even hunted on it which is kind of crazy for it being 30 acres but because it, it it's because of the access to it I just gained access this year to be able to come in across another landowner's property which opens up some more areas to wind different winds so, that's the first tip. Uh, second tip is in-season bow practice. Um, during the summertime, I typically practice about every day, and I have no idea how many arrows I shoot. Um, there are days when I shoot and I get up the next day and I feel like I've been to the gym. And it's just because I enjoy shooting so much. I do enjoy shooting my bow, um, getting things dialed in, You know, seeing how small of a target I can actually hit, shooting farther than I would ever uh, shoot as a live animal. But that's to allow me to get to those ranges of, uh, you know, the 20, 30, 40 range. It's never easy, but it makes it a lot more of a confidence thing when you've been shooting at 60 and 70 and, and even farther during the summertime during the season when you're in the woods a lot of the edens where i would be practicing you don't you know you may go days without pulling the bow back so what i end up doing a lot of times is try to take some time out of an afternoon and i'll take two arrows and those two arrows are my only arrows that i go out with and i shoot from all different yardages and with the, with the intent of making sure that my shots are the way, you know, very consistent. I'll go through my process and I practice and I practice, you know, for maybe twenty shots. I don't overdo it because I still want to be able to, you know, not be sore, be able to get the bow back in the uh in the event that I do end up having a chance in an hour. So anyhow, that is uh that's about it. Like I said, it's going to be a short one because I'm flying solo and uh, I just wanted to get something out there for everybody. Um, I think Clint's going to be able to get in the woods this weekend. Uh, I'm not sure I'll be able to get back in the woods this weekend. Um, Got some projects coming up too as well next week, which is probably a good thing not so I don't burn out the one spot that I do have. Now, there are some new public pieces that we're gonna be trying to get on and um I've got some intel on those. Kinda of got a man on the ground so to speak and um we'll probably be talking to him too if he's uh, if he's willing to kinda of get online and do a little podcast. So buddy I met last year um or this year on public land turkey hunting and just struck up a conversation one day and he and I hunted turkey together one time and he's been a really good guy. Um, his name's Jeremiah and he's he's been great about just he's a public land guy man and he he hits it and he really doesn't mind helping another guy out and which is which is very refreshing these days. So maybe we'll talking to him. Anyhow, if you're out there and you're getting it, good luck, get after it and uh stay tuned for more. See you.